Blog hey, hey, this is Takara Williams, and I'm going to get my guy, Devin, on the phone so we can chop it up with you guys about what's going on in the world of sports. And uh, let's see what we got. Um, talk about the draft. Talk about some good stuff. Let's see what we got going on. So hold a second. I'm going to make sure we get D on the phone. We'll make sure we get that in. Let's see what's up. Get it on for a sec. Yo, yo, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me? Okay, yeah, all right. We could just we got like twenty five minutes on this, so we can at least chop it up a little bit. Okay, okay, that'll work. How good you can hear me? You can hear me good? Yeah, I'm clear. All clear. Okay, that'll work. That's right. I bet. All right, so let's talk about. Well, first and foremost, we got to give condolences to the Shula family because we did lose a legend on this past Monday. Yeah. Rest in peace, Coach. Coach. Perfect coach. Perfect coach. Yeah. The only only perfect coach in NFL history. Record still stands right now today. Yes, yes, yes. Recognize. Can't can't do nothing but honor that. Got to honor that. Exactly. He is the most winningest winningest coach in NFL history. So, um, you know, we've been trying to build since he retired, um, which leads us right into what we actually want to talk about. So how you feel about the draft and how the Miami Dolphins did? Oh, man. Well, first of all, let's big up Coach Flores and, 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 and GM Greer. I mean, I think they're hand in glove right now. I'm I'm ecstatic. I mean, I have a little, you know, a little, I'm not going to say, I'm not frowning on the draft, but I have a little input that I wish we had went a certain, you know, certain way. But overall, I'm B plus and A minus in that draft. All right. How do you feel? We we drafted Tua now. We drafted Tua. So how do you feel Tua could carry this team because I mean honestly, me as a fan, I'm not looking for Tua to sit out. I'm looking for him to get on the field and play. Oh, absolutely. But one thing I I must, you know, I'm pretty sure we all as golf fans are aware. If I can keep this guy healthy, we're all scared of this hip injury. But barring that, I've seen a guy four years in college can read a defense. Can he has a nice arm? I, I'm all in with Tua. I had at first I had my doubts, but coach, you know they know something that we don't know. So let's go. <laughs> okay, all right. That sounds like a plan. So now, with with I know you say you had some disappointments. Um, any disappointments you saw with the people that we didn't keep on the roster and people that we bought in, like from from a veteran standpoint. I love the veteran move that we made, bringing guys like Shaq Lawson. I think his toughness is adding pure toughness, you know, at that position itself. And then when you look back at the guys we left, we let go at the same position, you have a guy like Charles Harris, who, and me, 
I feel who never really panned out to to do what we brought him here to do. So that's okay. one of the moves I think was an upgrade, you know, and, you know, also the linebacker position. I think they made key moves at, at you know, the key position. So let's see. Okay. All right. So what what are you looking for this Dolphin team to do? Because last year I think they turned the corner and they kind of got some momentum going, but by that time season's over. So what are you looking for this team to do and build off of the momentum that we had going toward the end? But the car, you know, like I know, you you give some some young dog, some hungry dogs, the taste of blood. I mean, it sets out to just go bananas the next season. I feel, I feel like we're gonna come in this season rolling, running. I really do. And I, you know, being a homer also, I know a lot of people will say that about me. True, but I do feel looking at sports in general and especially football, when you can start young guys young and start getting a camaraderie together and the chemistry going, it, it, hey, man, sky's the limit. 100, I agree. I agree. Now, do you feel um, Fitzpatrick is going to be a, a a role model, per se, for Tua? Absolutely. We're talking about a, a guy who's been around. He's been, he, he knows, I mean, it's nothing he hasn't seen as a veteran. And then you talk about a, a humble guy, a guy who knows his role even as a starter. He knows he's not there for the future. I think he's going to got you know grab a guy like Tua, and, and like you say, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Tua's not day one if he's a hundred percent healthy. You know, yeah. but if yeah. not, you know, and if not, maybe week four, definitely halfway eight week eight, I should see Tua on the field. A good tour, not no experimental tour. I think he'll be ready to go on blazing. Okay. All right. You know? I mean, the the trainers on the Dolphin staff, uh, he passed the physical. Now we know back in the day, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about it, Nick Saban tried to get uh, Drew Brees. Our doctors said that Drew Brees didn't pass the physical, and you see what Drew Brees wanted on to do. So are they jumping the gun here, or – are they making the right decision by passing him on the physical, which I'm sure they have because that could be a whole nother liability issue, but letting allowing him to go ahead and say, all right, you pass, you're 100%, we can get you out on the field. Right. I mean, that was a crapshoot going back to the breeze. Me as a, as a fan, I honestly would have probably made the same identical mistake because we're talking okay. a shoulder versus a knee, you know what I mean? So that that was one of those catch twenty two. I'm pretty sure half the Dolphin fans, if not more than half, would have made that same mistake. You know, gotcha. but That's right now I think fair. we can't afford we can't afford to take that chance to make another <laughs> mistake like that. Gotcha. So you know, understood. So we we got about twenty minutes left. So let's let's talk about you know you you mentioned earlier you hometown and I'm I'm all for it. Let's talk about some of the hometown talent that you felt got away from us in this draft. Man, let me just, before I even touch on this draft, Carl, let's backstep a few years. And, I mean, even not even a high-round draft pick, but we had hometown talent coming out from running backs to wide receivers. And then I'm going to, you know, bring it a couple years, you know, of the future, you know, with, with the, um, Jackson, Lamar Jackson, hometown kid. Mm-hmm. We had rumors he's too small. He can't throw. 
You know, all he wants to do is this or whatever they want to say. As a Dolphin, brought tears to my eyes week one last year. Why? <laughs> Not only did they shred us, we had two local kids single-handedly, two kids beat us last year. Yeah. Without, of course, yeah. with the, you know, the hometown kid, Hollywood Brown. Him and Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson just put on a show in front of the hometown fans. And I don't know if too many people heard this, but I caught the sound bites after the game. Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown standing in the interview. First thing Lamar Jackson said, he did pretty good for a quarterback. I mean, for a running back. A lot of people thought he was he was just going to be a running back. So he, he answered right. one question, he did pretty good today for a running back, right? And then it was a question brought to those guys, you know, how do, how do you guys feel about coming back home in front of your fans? And to to a surprise to me, Jackson replied, I love being in front of my hometown fans. I wish I would have been drafted here so I could play here. I wouldn't want, I don't want to have to come and do this to my hometown fans. Wow. Grew up a dog fan. <laughs> How about that? Hey, and, and it happens just like that a lot of the times. A lot of the times. A lot. A lot, and it's not necessarily your, your big. It's not necessarily your big positions either, Takara. I can go around and lead local kids that I know locally, you know, from all types of the from the Chaminades to the St. Thomas to the South Plantation to South Brow High School football players, yeah. Allendale. You know, we yeah. we we have them right here. This is the South. I mean, let alone we're not even talking West Palm Beach. We're not even talking North. You know, Florida. None of that. We're talking. Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, you know, the Miramar area, this bottom melting pot before we even go to Dade County. Mm-hmm. We have it right here, and it's like I don't understand what some of these coaches are looking for. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I got to ask you because you're talking about Lamar Jackson, and there's a hometown talent that's actually going as an undrafted free agent to Baltimore who actually – Beat Lamar Jackson in high school. Yes. Talk to me about that. You got to be talking about a kid, Tyler. Oh, oh man. <laughs> and this is a young kid that I, I actually went to the football game because I was hearing, you know, so much about this kid, so much about this kid. And being that my fiance is from the Hallandale area, I go down, go to a game. So be it, it's the guy, Tyler Huntley. It's the running back, Tyrone. Or was it, what is it, Mark? Some, Mark, is it? Is it Tyrone yeah, Moss? Yeah. I know it's a, yeah. a Moss as a running back and a receiver. So I'm actually witnessing this game, and let alone it's a sold-out house. You have the Michael Irvins and a lot of celebrities, the Asante Samuels, guys I've seen on the sideline at this particular game. And that's all mm-hmm. everyone was talking about, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. This kid, this kid is unbelievable. He has the it factor. Right. Yeah, alone he goes, he goes from – Yes, in high school. We're talking high school. <laughs> and, and let alone this guy goes all the way across country to Utah. The three guys, three amigos, mm-hmm. Brown County Teresa, Hallandale Trio, turned the program around. And I, I, you didn't hear anything about a Utah team too much. He brought them out of the, the nowhere to being a top ten, top five team. In college football, yep. And for this Absolutely. young man to not even get mentioned in this draft, to me, is one of those. 
rocks that's not unturned. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's got to turn those stones gotta, over. And, and you know what? He's going to be he going into Baltimore, who has uh, the, the league's MVP, in a sense, right? You got Lamar Jackson, yeah. who's league MVP. He's going to – and he plays the position that Lamar plays. These guys had a high school battle, which Tyler was on the winning end of that battle. I went back. I watched the YouTube highlights. And the thing that I noticed about Tyler, Tyler was so precise with putting that ball on the money. He could get yeah. out of the pocket and run, but he yeah. throw that ball on the money, which is what they look yeah. for in a quarterback to be accurate. And oh, what yeah. I did see from what I did see from Lamar when he tucked and keeps, he that boy's a problem. That young man is a problem. Oh yeah, his decision is made. Once that decision is made on his behalf, yeah, it's over. It's catch me if you can. You know what I mean? So, right. Absolutely. And I love the way the Harbaugh and the um the man, um, organization of Baltimore, you know, that was a big smart pickup because you have a running back like Lamar who is extraordinary. We know that. But barring hopefully this guy don't get injured. So I thought it was a smart move on Baltimore's behalf, bringing in another more poised type, you know, quarterback who will take off also, but like you said, has a better arm. And the league will see that when it comes to this Tyler Huntley. Now let now let me ask you this because I I went on Tyler's Instagram and Tyler basically said you know kind of in the words of the league did me dirty meaning league slapped on him you know what I mean nobody drafted him Baltimore picked him up as a, a wow. undrafted free agent cool he put it the league did me dirty no worries all these teams did me dirty I'm sorry so the teams did me dirty all right cool Lamar goes on his Twitter and says welcome to the fam. I still owe you from that game that you beat me in. We're talking the high school game now. And now these, these young wow. men about to share the same locker room. So my question to you, yeah. I just want to stir the pot a little bit, is the pressure on Lamar. That's all I'm asking. Well, to me, I think absolutely. He And he's actually inviting the challenge, which is also another good thing on top of that. You know, it's like he, and he knows what the organization is getting. So I think he's saying, yeah, come on, let me, you know, really grind and battle, and let's battle how we did in high school, but in the big leagues now. And you can show the other 31 teams that they really did make a mistake. Right. You know what I mean? Agreed. Maybe we can put package. You know, Baltimore probably put packets together. With, you know, to see, you know, that's what it's all about, winning football games. You know what I'm saying? So who say they won't have a package for Tyler when he comes there and show that he has the ability? to do whatever it takes. Right, because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, RG3 is the backup quarterback in Baltimore, and I forget who the third-screen quarterback was. But this may be my hometown emotion coming in, but I got Tyler being that number two quarterback in Baltimore. Um, over they, they also have that. Yeah, RG3, we <laughs> all know, and that's, you know, what we're hoping we're not getting in and tour. We know for right. a fact that RG3 coming out of college was hands down, one, you know, a, a no miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he just had the unfortunate, you know, unfortunate getting hurt. Right. You know, because he definitely was a problem. He was going to be a problem. Right. And that's what I think Baltimore sees in Lamar, which we I don't talk that and wish that on no athlete of course. injuries, but it happens, you know. 
Right. So I think as that's what they're taking a the precaution with. As an organization, you want your investment to get down when they could get down just to be safe. Um, Lamar is Correct. not that guy. He's not that guy. Correct. Uh, he's not that guy. But what I think happens now with Tyler coming in, um, like you said, he's poised. He he already makes good decisions. He know when mm-hmm. he clearly knows when to get down and not take the hit. So for me, just looking at it, and I'm not a GM or an organization by any means, but I'm looking at a kid that we just paid less money for to be on our team that has mm-hmm. just as much quality as our starting QB. Like yes. right now, that's a no lose situation for the Baltimore Ravens. Absolutely. And honestly, Takara, I was one of those guys on the back end. I really did. I prayed that Miami was going to maybe sixth round, late round, bring someone like Tyler in. Because, you you know, with Tua, it's almost the same mindset that Baltimore did. You know what I mean? Except for Tua is not running, but you have an injured guy already somewhat. So you bring in a, a, a – um, you know, a safety valve in the back end with a guy like Tyler who might come in and light your, light it up in and, and, and preseason. And then you'll have, you know, you'll be looked at as a genius. Let, let me give you the kicker on this, though. Tyler already has an established chemistry with Hollywood Brown because they play Little League football together and they grew up together. Now, wow. Lamar, throw that ball, Lamar throws that ball effortlessly. And me watching those highlights of him in high school, you know, him and Tyler, what I did see was Lamar wasn't as accurate. Now, when I tell you he could throw that ball effortlessly, that ball would get out there, and it just looked like he ain't even yeah. trying to throw it, and it goes deep. The Mike Vick so, uh, effect. Yes. <laughs> so let me ask you this. When you can throw that ball so effortlessly out there like that and you have a Hollywood Brown that can just go get it, how good does that make you look as a quarterback? When we're talking about accuracy, that's a whole other ball game. But I'm saying, when well, you can just toss it out there and you got a speed guy that can – you can overthrow this man. He's going to go get your ball, and it looks like you're on the money. Right. Two you guys have who I Tyler. absolutely wish. <laughs> that uh, you know, sport. I wish mine would have made that decision. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> but you got a Tyler – who played with Hollywood Brown, who has already some chemistry there. Now, if Baltimore can't keep throwing the long ball, because if you're as good as your last game, then how do we sum up Lamar's last game against Tennessee Titans? Hey, that, that, that's how you definitely beat a, a um, Baltimore Raven team. You take away the long, the deep ball, and you, you, you keep them off the field with the pounding ground, you know. And right. that was a perfect – and, you know, and, and look who – should we even mention Tennessee right now at the time? Uh, who carried uh, them? <laughs> oh, man. Listen, man. Uh, <laughs> I got to ask you. I got to – why do our players – why do our former players – I'll put it in the proper context. Why do our former players – leave from this organization and seem like they become superstars. Is it the system that they were in was holding them back? Absolutely. It's like I told someone before, big time Dolphin, I, you know, I talk about it all the time, but it's in the history. It's like the coaching staff that we have 
will get the players that we think that we that they think they need, but they'll come to a time and they either miss you, you know what I mean, and they run their course here in Miami, and then of course you send them out, and they still have plenty left in the tank to prove, and that's what they end up doing a lot of times. I've seen it all my I've seen that movie so many times when it comes to the Miami Dolphins. Because yes, it has a lot to do with the system. They're here basically like you, you hear that saying, I'm before my time or whatever you want to say about it. Right. That's right. that's what happened. That's what happened. But I think we have the perfect regime now. I think we have okay. the perfect football minds now. I don't think we will see that type of stuff because the things that we saw last year had a lot of people, except I will raise my hand quickly, I was agreeing with every move that they did last year. I agree with yeah. everything. Clear the house. Clear it. Clear it. You have Clear to. It. You have to. You have to. You know what you I mean? To. Let everybody go now. Let them go and do whatever they want to do individually, wherever they end up, because they run a course. Let's get True. football players here, young guys who – and that's what showed me last year. We have a coach here in Miami. Mm-hmm. The guy took a bunch of excuse my language. I hate to disrespect the game and the sport, but to me, he took a lot of guys who was equivalent to salesmen and some construction guys with the toughness. They really wasn't, you know, set out all our athletes. He won five games to me with nothing. Okay. So he showed me he can get guys. He, could, could we say he took a, a, a script out of Shula's book? Because remember that defense that won that Super Bowl was a no name defense. You didn't have a superstar on Absolutely. that team. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. And and that's a, exactly why. Yeah, and I'm loving Ross for that decision. You know, you bring in a defensive-minded guy who shows you, like we were just speaking on, he showed you you can win. You you just listen and do your job. That's his main thing. Do your job. It takes me back to pre to it takes me all the way back to um preseason last year, mini camp, training camp. The big wall the guy had out there with the big no it takes no talent on the wall. And I and it kept that go. had me scratching my head. That had me <laughs> scratching my head until the end of the year, I'm like, ah, Point made, coach. Point made, coach. Yeah. It takes yeah. no talent. You know what? It takes no talent. And I picked that up from Brian Flores, and I, I actually tell that to my team as well. you gotta, you got to master yes. the TNTs, the things that take yes. no talent. Your effort yes. does not take talent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know and what I'm saying? And I think that is a brilliant, talent. yes. Absolutely. Yes. And, and, look and what, that's look the part of being a professional. Yeah. Because yep. if, if, he, yep. if he's coming from the tutelage of, of um, Bill Belichick and he has that championship mm-hmm. pedigree, you best believe there are certain principles and certain foundations that he's going to implement. And I think he did implement those last year. And you're going to start seeing those results. You're going to start seeing the results. Yep. And I think we started seeing it towards the end. God yes, has absolutely. Game, but also working hard. <laughs> yep, and that's what I think the Dolphins have to take back. We have to take back that it's about playing good before looking. You know, because we got caught caught with that. You look good, you play good. To so some people, right. got caught it. So it just turned into they just looking good. You're not playing good. You right. just look good. 
Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like taking it back. Let's take it back. Go back to the basics, you know, right. and this is what I think is going to get us over that hump because I haven't seen that since Rest His Soul, Don Shula, in his early right. days, that type of coaching gotcha. here in Miami. And and that, that says a lot because we've had numerous amounts of coaches just like we've had numerous amounts of quarterbacks trying to get the job done. Yes. So if it all starts at the top, I think that the organization itself has really done a good job of getting the right people in place to make these decisions because the decision-making hasn't been been very good in the past. No. And with that being said, I honestly right now, betting the blind, you know, God forbid if we can get through with this coronavirus crap. You know, I do see Miami, you know, doing a lot. Well, well, you know, well, they're doing things that people didn't expect this year, let alone my right. prediction is for next year for us to really kick down the door. But it's it's just I see it. Everything matches now. You know, I did like the coaching of Jimmy Johnson in the past, but it didn't match from the ownership down to the coaches. Correct. It has to all align up. It has to all line up. Yes, I agree. So, and I think he's we, doing we, it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we got 115 <laughs> left. So I'm going to ask you this. Okay. In the blind, do the Miami Dolphins make the playoffs this year? Yes. And I'm going to throw one step farther. I'm going to throw it once we win the division this year. That's okay, what's going to get everybody. We're going to win the division this year. Okay. So no wild card. No wild card. We're going to win the division this year. If we have more time, I'll oh. break it down, but I'll leave that for the next segment on how, why do I really say that. I respect it. I respect it. So, you know what? We're going to take off on that right there because the show's about to end. But – Miami Dolphins made the playoffs this year, and you have them as the divisional champ. Absolutely. Book it. All right. All right, we're booking it. Ten seconds left, and you heard it here first. We'll get at you guys next time. Be easy. God bless.